1: and help you grow your business in the best ways possible. It's why they say, at PennyMac, greatness lives here. PennyMac TPO is Division of PennyMac Loan Services, LLC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS ID number 35953. Loans not available in New York. Licensed by the Department of Business Oversight under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. Conditions and restrictions may apply. Rocket companies netted another $1 billion in the first quarter, and now the company is flush with cash. So what's Rocket going to do with all this money burning a hole in its pocket? This is The Principal. I'm Mike Savino, head of multimedia for the Mortgage News Network, and today I'm joined by staff writer Doug Page. Doug, thanks for joining me. Thank you, Mike. So I kind of touched on, obviously, how much Rocket got in the first quarter in terms of a profit, but tell me a little bit more about their earnings call. In particular, how much how much money are they sitting on right now?
0: Sure. Well, it was an interesting earnings call because you know it uh, basically in the in the beginning of the call it starts out as a sort of a typical earnings call. They're running through the revenues. You know, the the chief financial officer Julie Booth is on there as is Jay Farner, CEO, and it it seems sort of like the typical you know run of the mill uh, earnings call going through uh, what they made in profits. You know they. They did uh, $2.6 billion in first quarter revenues that net out to a, a net income of uh, just over $1 billion. And if you compare it year over year, first quarter, you know, uh, last year in the first quarter, they did $4.5 billion and they did $2.7 billion in net income. So it was sort of moving along kind of, you know, as a sort of a, the typical, typical earnings call. And then what happened was they started taking questions. Uh, and the questions were about, you know, things that are happening with Rocket. And then uh, what What really turned the call was when Kevin Barker, uh, an analyst for Piper Sandler, who who follows uh, uh, Rocket as well as other companies that are in the mortgage space, you know, he said, you guys are sitting on um, an, an overwhelming amount of cash. And, and they are. A Rocket's uh, balances sheet says that they've got $2.3 billion in cash sitting there. And he's saying, why don't you take that and go make a
1: strategic acquisition and do something with the money? So what did what did they say to that then? I mean, obviously that's a very direct question to something companies don't always like to talk about. What did what did Rocket say?
0: Exactly. And Jay Farner says, you know, we are we are talking to people, we're following uh what's going on in the industry, talking to leaders, and that indeed they they are, you know, looking at the possibility of or or they are certainly in the market at least to make an acquisition. So Did he talk about names? Uh, No, but uh, of course, you know, the analysts were asking the questions. Reporters were not, were not asking questions because the first reporter follow-up would be like, who are you talking to? (laughs) (laughs) But they weren't going to talk about that, obviously. So you, you got the impression or I got the impression at least from listening to what Jay Farner was saying was he is in touch with various leaders in the mortgage space. He's following what what's happening to them. And he's saying, I think what he's saying is, we're we're available.
1: <laughs> we they didn't name names or or give details, but you know, we certainly also had the chance this morning to to talk to some experts, pick their brains on sort of looking at the landscape. Do we have any insight or, or expertise that might lead us to whether it's not whether it's the companies or the kinds of companies that Rocket might be looking at, you know, what do we think an acquisition might look like if if one happened?
0: Well, that's a great question. and and that's that one's a sort of hard to pin down because at this point we we don't really know. I mean, I listened you know yesterday just to, to back it up. I mean, you know yesterday I was on the earnings call for for rocket, but I was also on the earnings call for for Loan Depot. And while Loan Depot may not make sense for Rocket to go ahead and buy, here's the difference. you've got you've got rocket flush with money, two point three billion dollars in cash. and in Loan Depot's balance sheet, uh, they're at about $554 million. In addition, Loan Depot reports a $91 million first quarter loss, and they're suspending their, their dividend, plus they don't expect to make a profit this year. So there's the opposite extreme. Now, does that mean that that opposite extreme is a is an acquisition target for, for Rocket? Uh, that is really hard to say. But you know, this year, we've seen other companies that are, that are also having trouble, uh, for example, like Finance of America and Better.com, are also struggling with their numbers too as well. So there are obviously are players out there which have to think about what is their long-term future? What is it going to be? And, and the question about the long-term future, for example, the Loan Depot, they were asked, you know, I mean, what is your, where are you going to go? And, you know, do you see yourself putting yourself up for, 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 for purchase? And, uh, you know, the, the chief financial officer said, uh, no, not right now. Who knows?
1: <laughs> yeah. And who knows if, if if Rocket would look at somebody who's in a position like that, or maybe a small company who does something that they don't do well or that they're looking to expand in. And, and like that's an opportunity to basically shore something up without building from scratch.
0: Sure. The, the biggest problem that the mortgage industry has is that it, it's a cyclical business. Okay. And you saw that reflected in yesterday's in Rocket's numbers. I mean, last year in 2021, the, the mortgage industry is going gangbusters, right? So, they, in, so the, in the first quarter of last year, you know, they report $4.5 billion in revenue. And obviously the mortgage industry has changed considerably because refis have gone down, uh, although purchases are still strong. But again, reflected in their numbers is we've gone from $4.5 to $2.6 billion. So if there's a question that they want to ask or they want to answer, I should say, over there at Rocket, is how do they get around it being a cyclical business? OK, that's what they have to ask. And and that's really the question they have to ask and also have to answer. And it's hard to say right now what that answer is.
1: Obviously, we've seen a lot of companies doing these acquisitions. We've also seen companies with strong numbers also turning around and, and perhaps making some job cuts. Did we did we see anything? I know Rocket offered the the buyouts. Did we see any more elaboration on that? In the earnings report?
0: Well, they talked about it in terms of that, that they they expect, uh, you know, they're, they're going to, they've allocated about 50 to 60, you know, million dollars, uh, for their voluntary, what they're calling their voluntary career transition, uh, effort. And it's going to cost that. And they believe that will bring them a cost savings on an annualized basis of about 180 million dollars. So, uh, I guess, I guess that depends on how many people they get to, to take it or when, and if they don't get enough, will, will they then have to go do layoffs? I, I don't know at this point, they haven't really said, but, uh, you're right. I mean, this is, this is, this is the difficulty of this industry. So again, you know, Rocket has done a lot of things right They're Obviously, you know, they, they've got stickiness through, through their, through their true bill system, apparently, which uh, allows people to sort of manage their entire uh, financial lives through, through their true bill system. Uh and the, again, the question becomes then can they can they do more things like that to to buy would they would they buy something completely out of left field? I mean, left field, you know, to all of us who are sort of following this industry that we're not expecting them to buy. Uh and who would that be? Uh, again, Farner's response saying basically we are ready and able <laughs> to to buy something, suggest could be somebody in the mortgage industry, could be somebody enti- entirely outside of the mortgage industry. We just don't know who it is,
1: who, who it's going to be at this point. Yeah, certainly when you have over $2 billion in cash. And to your point, uh, maybe they want to not be so cyclical going forward. They could look elsewhere in finance and find some way to shore up their portfolio that way. Doug, Doug, thanks so much for your insight. Hey, thank you, Mike. And we'll have the rest of your headlines right after this word. This podcast was brought to you by Mac TPO. Visit tpo.pennymac.com to learn more about becoming a partner and starting your journey to greatness. Here's the rest of your headlines for today, May 11th. On the other end of the earnings spectrum, Finance of America lost $64 million in the first quarter. This comes after FOA lost more than a billion dollars in the fourth quarter of last year. Meanwhile, mortgage applications went up for the second straight week, despite interest rates continuing to climb. Purchase loans were up 5% from the prior week, but refi's dropped and are now 72% down from last year. And finally, Salt Lake City, Utah was the top destination for Gen Zers looking to buy homes. It's the second straight year that Salt Lake City was tops among people born between 1997 and 2012, according to LendingTree. Louisville, Kentucky, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, Cincinnati, Ohio, and Indianapolis, Indiana rounded out the top five. This has been The Principal, a Mortgage News Network podcast. All episodes are produced by T.G. Cotemporor and Matthew Mullins. Mike Savino is head of multimedia and Christine Stewart is editorial director. The opening theme was Status by Jamie Bathgate. And the music you hear now is Glossy by SkyGaze. You can find episodes of The Principal at www.mortgagenewsnetwork.com. Or you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to rate and review so that others can find it.